and we're live. It's November 19th. Ah, man. Only a few more weeks left. It's episode 30 of the Everybody Mad, the live podcast, and we have just 61 days left of the Trump administration. My name is Sad Lover. How you doing? Hey, what's happening? I'm Kenya Khabib. Thanks for checking out the Everybody Mad Live podcast. Today we got a great show, got a lot of hot topics lined up for you all. And as you all know, we actually are on a little bit early because tonight is a big night in hip hop, which I'm going to tell you all about. The Jeezy and Gucci Man versus Battle, but I'm going to give you all the scoop on what's really going on with that. So that's why we're going on, because we want to make sure that you all can check that out, but also check us out, too. Leave your comments. Let us know your thoughts on the show by clicking the link as we represent No Shave November for Men's Health Awareness Month. And um, tell you, man, we got we got a lot of stuff going on for you all tonight. Say, how's it going up in Detroit, brother? It's good. You know, we're still fighting. Um, we had a little issue uh, and we'll talk a little bit about it, uh, how these uh, white folks tried to take our votes um, when they didn't want to certify the uh, election results that Trump lost by almost 200,000 votes. They didn't want to certify Wayne County. Uh, so they voted against it. Then they brought it back. And now they're trying to change their mind again. Trump is trying to invite some people over. So, uh, yeah, we got some issues uh, still trying to steal, steal the election. Meanwhile, yesterday, we started our uh, shutdown, too. Uh, so we've shut back down indoor uh, restaurant dining. We've shut down gyms. We shut down uh, some other things because our rates have have risen back up. We're now the uh, number six in Michigan. We're we're sixth highest rate of covid uh, in the nation. So we've uh, had to uh, go to some shutdown measures. So here it is. So Thanksgiving is canceled. Thanksgiving going to be right here. <laughs> so yeah, what's the plan for Thanksgiving? You all are just going to be at the house, just chilling a real small. Yeah, we thing. were coming coming home, um, but uh, we'll be here. Uh, we'll be here, kind of, kind, kind of doing our normal thing, uh, doing our same thing we've been doing since March, uh, because people just won't do right. Folks just won't do right. Yeah, it's kind of crazy because I think everybody knows that there is going to eventually be a shutdown nationwide. So, yeah. like Michigan is one of the first states to do it. Trust me, Georgia, because Georgia has been wide open, but the numbers keep going up as far as COVID. Yeah. I know for a fact that a shutdown is coming. It's yeah. inevitable. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, and that's yeah, the thing. Like, it's like, yeah, we've been so far. Uh, uh, like, we we don't we don't have a plan. It's like we is is it's like literally we're the United States. So you would think we'd have one plan for everybody to do, but we got 50 different plans. Everybody yeah. doing their own thing, trying to figure out what they're doing inside their state. Meanwhile, ain't none of us staying in our state. We're going traveling. We're doing stuff. So we're going cross state. So whatever you're doing in your state really don't matter because yeah. other people from other states are going to be coming into your city. So it's just been really a hodgepodge. Oh, oh, let's do this. Let's try this. Let's do that. Nobody's coordinated. But I'm thankful because today I heard from our president-elect, uh, Joe Biden, he talked a little bit about um, what he's going to do. And part of it is going to be nationwide stuff because we got to be on the same page. It's like like to take a sports analogy, you can't win a game if everybody's doing a different play. Like we're all running the same play in order to succeed in that. If you take it further, marching bands, you know what I'm saying? Like they say one band, one sound. This is mm -hmm. It's like everybody can't be playing their own song, but we, we're, we're in this where we just don't have any leadership that's willing to put people first they're putting their own personal interests first so we ain't been able to get out of it so it's frustrating is that like i i i think this is about the fifth or sixth trip we've canceled this year because we just don't feel right about going out and it's just 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 the craziness about doing that plus we want to protect our people because going on a plane and then going to my mom you know my mom had congestive heart failure and stuff like yeah. that so like i don't want to take anything uh necessarily down there so like it's not only am i thinking about myself but i'm thinking about people who I'd be coming in contact with. So 
Right. But that's just, that's the right thing to do. That's the smart thing to do, because believe it or not, there are people out there that aren't even considerate like that. They don't, they don't care. care. They, they're moving about like there's not a pandemic, but you're putting people's lives in danger when you do yeah. that. So I just stress to everybody. I know that there are some people that do plan to travel for the holiday season for Thanksgiving. But right. you just really need to be mindful of your loved ones when you're doing that. I mean, if, if yeah. everything's going to be safe, that's cool. I know a lot of people are doing pre-COVID tests before they do Thanksgiving they dinner. Quarantine, yeah. Yeah, and quarantine and stuff. Yeah, I mean, that's cool, you know, but just make sure that you do the right thing before you take these trips. That's all I'm saying because, yes, you got to live your life, but you got to be smart in the way that you move too. Exactly, because there are people who are getting COVID who never expected to get COVID, and we're going to talk about some uh, some celebrities who have come down with COVID. Uh, now, I'm sure they never thought that they, they would be in that predicament, and they're young. They're in their 30s, so we'll talk about that along the show. We just got to keep thinking about that. I know we're tired of it. I know we're fatigued about wearing masks and hearing about it, but being tired of hearing about it ain't going to get it away. You know, yeah. like it's still going to be here waiting for us to slip up, yeah. and we've been slipping the past several months. Yeah, that's on facts, bro. Well, let's go ahead and kick everything off with hot topics going on right now. The vote recount in Georgia is expected to confirm the election results and the announcement should be made sometime tonight. But here's what's interesting, said the recount also exposed lots of flaws in the voting system that almost actually resulted in some ballots actually being overlooked. Now, election workers in three counties here in Georgia discovered a total of more than 3,300 new votes stored on memory cards that hadn't been loaded into election computers. Now, a different issue in Floyd County led to another 2,600 ballots going unscanned. Now, those votes are being counted right now. And um, they're saying that this is actually reduced Biden's lead over Trump to 12,781 votes. Now, Trump actually gained about 1,400 votes that county election officials hadn't tallied before the recount. A lot of people are... Um, you know, just a lot of people are just waiting just to find out what's what's, what's it going to be. You know, is the stake still going to stay blue or is it going to stay red? You know, that's what everybody's talking about. Sarah, what's your thoughts on that? you're the political. Yeah, it looks like they did hear a little bit from they haven't done anything official, but their sources inside of the uh, election offices that said that they expect Biden to again be confirmed as the winner. Because, again, these recounts don't change who actually won the race. Um, and, and I know they're finding other other votes and things like that, but the uh, lead is just too much. The lead was what, uh, over 12,000 uh, yeah. votes. So like, they're not gonna find 12,000 missing votes. They may find a thousand or they may find a few, but they're not gonna find enough. So, it, but, but it's just kind of crazy that we're still just going on through this. Like, dude, like you won't admit anything. And, and, and it's funny because 2016, like they was all on, 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 on this F your feelings type of thing. And like, this dude is just trying, every old thing to try and see if he can get through but it ain't working bro it ain't working ain't nobody got time for what trump has to say so we're gonna get it down with trump and what his shenanigans and what's going on so make sure that you keep it locked to the everybody mad live podcast all right well i definitely wanted to um bring this up as one of the major stories this week because everybody was shocked to hear about bobby brown's son bobby jr died at the age of 28 years old. He was actually found dead Wednesday. This was yesterday in his crib near L.A. Police believe that there was no foul play involved. Now, Bobby Brown, as we all know, tragically lost his daughter, Bobby Christina, back in 2015 and Whitney Houston in 2012. Now, remember, Bobby Christina's boyfriend, Nick Gordon, he also passed this uh, past January. So it's just it's just a lot of tragedy that's plaguing this family. 
Well, Bobby Jr. was actually one of Bobby Brown's seven kids. He was 13 years old when he, along with Bobby Christina, appeared on the reality show being Bobby Brown. So now that you kind of, you know, when you take that into consideration, like, oh, okay, I remember his face. I remember yeah. which child of Bobby Brown's that we're talking about. Anyway, his mom, Kim Ward, who dated Bobby Brown on and off for about 11 years before he got engaged to Whitney, she's distraught, just torn up over this whole thing. It's just it's just so sad. You know, like when I heard it, I couldn't believe it because, I mean, that was like the major news here in Atlanta about Bobby Brown's son. It's just it's horrible. It's just horrible. Yeah, yeah it just seems like that's that family just snake bitten. It's, it's, it's like tragedy over tragedy over tragedy. I, I, don't, I don't know how much more you can take when <laughs> you continue to have. Uh, things going on, but it but it's a sad, sad, sad tale, and and just one of the things that we've always heard about because we've been connected to the uh, entertainment industry re- really the better part of our adult life, you know, uh, doing radio and doing the the, uh, the things that we've done, so we've been connected to it. So we've we've known about the like, for lack of a better word, celebrity curse and sort yeah. sort of sort of thing, and and like the pain of being a celebrity and how much how much pressure it is because like like not only. Uh, well, like I know that they haven't uh, released what the issues were, but but like there are so many things that celebrities go through um, when they're uh, a celebrity that we don't even think about because we just think, oh, you're rich and famous, so you ain't got no troubles. But you got a whole host of mental illness issues. You got some substance abuse issues. You got so many things that we still experience, but they also experience too. And a lot of times they don't have the outlets that that we may have because you, yeah. who's your friend? Who's your family? You know what I'm saying? Like who 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 can you talk to without them putting your business in 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 the paparazzi? You know what I'm saying? Or in the blog. So so like man, I feel for families. Uh, um, and that's to me the pain of being famous. Like it like my little local celebrity uh, type of thing. Like that told me right there. I didn't want to be rich and famous and big because, <laughs> because it was some stuff that like, man, like it was, it was certain places in Myrtle beach that I couldn't go or certain things that I couldn't do or think, or eyeballs would, would, would always be on you regardless of yeah, where yeah. you went. So I knew it was like, man, like now nah, y'all can take that fame and do something else with it because it like, like, like it suffocates you almost. It's a lot. It's a lot. And I, I can attest to the same thing too. said, even being in Savannah, I had to deal with lots of just, you know, you, you, as a public figure, you have to be conscientious of everything that you do, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and that's on a smaller scale. You know what I mean? So, you know, when you're making millions of millions of dollars and you have everybody talking about you on social media and, you know, just a pressure to to be a certain way, you know what I mean? Like just to like live up to like, oh, you know, I'm a boss. I'm spending money. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. That can psychologically take a toll on one's mental for real. Enemy background, you know? son. Yeah, and stepson. It's 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 a lot. So you know, there's no telling. And once again, we don't know what exactly happened. You know, the story hasn't fully the story hasn't come out yet. But my prayers are definitely with the Brown family, man, because it's Absolutely. just it's so sad to hear. It's definitely yeah, sad to hear. All right, so keeping it moving, man. In other news, COVID, man, COVID vaccines are on the way. The first one is supposed to be 90% effective in presenting COVID infections, and the second one has a 94.5 success rate. Now, vaccinations could begin as early as the second half of December for high-risk groups and be available for the rest of the public starting in late April. Now, a lot of people are saying, you know, uh, it, you know, when this vaccine comes out, Kenya, you know, are you going to take it? Kabeem, what's up? What you going to do? I'm going to wait. 
to see how everybody else reacts to it. I don't want to necessarily take it as of yet. I mean, I know it's not gonna, we're not gonna be able to take it until next year anyway, but I still just want right. to see how the vaccine affects everybody. But you know, if they say that it's you know 90, 94% effective, hey, I'm all for it, bro. But I knew that they would come out with the vaccination after the election. Some just told me that they were gonna announce that after the election. I don't know why I just felt. Yeah, yeah, I feel that. I think it's to me. It, I'm right along with you. It's, it's it's too early for me. Like like y'all like y'all did this at warp speed. Like my thing, and just because I'm a student of history, like I know what they've done in the past. Like the last, like the fastest America has ever found a vaccine once they had uh, any sort of pandemic was mumps. You know how long that took, and that took about four years. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, because the thing is, and I know no like medicine has 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 way advanced since months and things like that. So like yeah. I'm not trying to put us in that category. But but the thing is, you need time, and yeah. like you need time, like you need 90 days. Hey ma'am, how are you feeling after 90 days? You need to go back to them after six months. How are you feeling after six months? You need to be able to to kind of routinely be able to kind of be able to check up with them and see what sort of side effects they're having if they're having any sort of. Uh, issues go- ongoing if if it's caused some other issues. So I'm right there along with you. I want to see what other people are doing. But it says that um, I think what they'll normally start off with the vaccine, they'll probably get the healthcare workers first because obviously they need it uh, the most. And then they'll hit the the essential workers and people like that. And then they'll get with the elderly. So like, yeah, like we're we're a little bit down on that totem pole based on what we are and, and uh, our age group and that sort of thing. But my thing is like, even when it's ready for us, I don't know that I still want to take it. Like I still just just want to wait because, like to me, all the information that we've heard have been from those actual um, uh, pharmaceutical companies, those those developers. We've heard from Moderna and we've heard from uh, Pfizer. Those right. are companies. Those are for profit companies. They they and and not to say that they have any sort of messed up ways or anything like that, but their job is just to make the medicine so that they can sell it. You know what I'm yeah. saying? They are for profit business, so. Yeah, you're gonna talk about how great this vaccine is when you uh, when it's ready, but let me see how the people react to it. You know what I'm saying? Let me see. That's yeah. what I want. Yeah, I'm definitely on standby for that. We all are. Leave your comments. Let us know your thoughts on that topic right there. Speaking of COVID, unbelievable news came out this week. The singer Jeremiah is actually battling COVID-19, and he's currently hospitalized up in Chicago in the ICU on a ventilator, and they say that his wow. condition. It's gotten worse. I'm telling you, this COVID thing is not to be played with. It is no joke. And Jeremiah, he is a singer that is in his 30s. He's a young kid. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, man, this is really happening. This is this is happening, man. They say he's not good. Uh, 50 Cent has actually gone um, public to say, you know, prayers are with Jeremiah and his family. You know, like everybody's just praying that he recovers from this and bounces back from this uh, COVID because he's not doing well at all right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a tough thing. And, and that's the thing. Nobody knows you can be perfectly healthy, um, yeah. but we don't know how COVID is going to affect us individually. So that's why you just can't take any sort of chances. That's that's one of the reasons why. Like, we just like, you know what? We just got to wait. We just yeah. got to hold off. Yeah, definitely, brother. Well, it looks like another Karen has reared her ugly head this past week out in California and accused the family of acting black in a white neighborhood. Said has a video to show you what we're talking about, and it is unbelievable. Check this out. It is recorded right now. We're not we're not talking about anything except that I have a small little dog, and you have a pit bull. And you're yelling with the taser. Why? 
I brought it over here for why the dog. The dog attacked my dog. The dog's not even outside, ma'am. He was outside. He was Where's in front of the dog injured? He attacked them. Where's your dog? He didn't attack. He didn't attack the dog. She's. I, she, I have it on camera. It don't matter what she said because I got it right here. You know what? What? You guys are acting like mad people. You should. You should act like black people. Are we what? I was raised in Oklahoma. Wait, wait. People. Can you repeat that one more time? We're acting like what? I was raised in Oklahoma City, where there were tons of black people. But we're acting like what? You're acting like people that aren't normal. Okay. This will be real nice when you're on the news, when you're on social media, when be, get the get off the property. Get the off the property. I don't give a get the off the property. Go back in the house. Go back in the house. She got some nerve <laughs> on their property now. On right. their property shit. I came over here because your pit bull attacked my little dog. He didn't attack your dog. Not at all. Your son was out here with it. And he didn't attack the dog. The dog, I saw the dog. Give him I house. saw you pet the dog. Give him house. You I didn't the pet the dog. I just pet the dog because I wanted to see if he was okay. <laughs> you didn't pet the dog, but you pet the dog because you wanted to see if he was okay. She said the pit bull attacked her, her little poodle, but she was petting the pit bull. <laughs> Where am I going to go? Oh, you're going to go to hell. Okay. Them white Karens, they will lie quick, won't they? Go. They go. will. Go, go, Sarah. What are you going to do about a little fellow like this and that thing you've got? Ain't no pit, but he ain't done nothing to your dog. Can you back the up? You know, most people in Oklahoma that they live with black folks are normal. You guys got normal? I guess but I mean, you came over here with the taser. You keep walking over here with your taser. Ontario, you were yelling. And she walked over there with the taser. Go like she was oh, yeah. Yep, she had the dog in one hand and then she had the taser in the other. Uh, just another example of how we are as a country. But I got to say this, so, and this is their neighbor too. I just, I love that, you know, with all the Trump shenanigans going on right now, they, you can really see people for who they are. People are really exposing their true self. Yeah. And that's fine. If you expose your true self, yeah. now I know how to deal with you. And if I do want to deal with you, right? So I'm thankful right. for it. I really am. I'm thankful for it. Everything yep. happens for a reason. Leave your comments. Let us know your thoughts on the Everybody Mad Live podcast as we keep things moving. Your boy, James Harden, and many other Houston Rocket players want to quit because the team's owner is a big Donald Trump supporter. Now, report reportedly, the owner has donated to Trump's campaign, but he also says that he donated to Joe Biden's campaign, campaign as well. Um... I don't know what to say on that right there because I don't know if he's telling the truth or not. I need to see the receipts. That's just me personally. <laughs> <laughs> he says that he has donated to both campaigns. Seb, what's your thoughts on that, bro? To me, like, your actions more so tell me what you're about than your money. Like, like yeah, you can put your money wherever, but, yeah, just because you've given a campaign donation doesn't mean that you believe that or whatever the case may be. But he's frequently been on Fox News, frequently uh, talking about how great Donald Trump is and how great his policies are and all those things about that. I ain't seen him talking about Biden. So, 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 so like, I don't even want to hear the both sides type of, oh yeah, I donate to all campaigns and think, no, no, you don't, bro. You always on CNBC, you're on, you're on Fox News. Every cable outlet you're on, you're talking positively about Trump. And then obviously like, I get it. I get it. You are, you are a billionaire. Trump going to look out for you. I get it. But don't come over here and try and, 
try, try, try and use that platform to make us think one other thing. And that's why James Harden is pissed about it, because Trump throughout his presidency has talked so much trash about the whole NBA. Probably, uh, like Trump and his people, even even uh, the Fox News analysts, y'all need to shut up and dribble. We don't care about y'all. And, you know, the NBA has always been a lot more um, kind of activist minded than uh, any other sports league. So, yeah, I don't buy, buy none of that. I don't buy none of that. And I agree. That's why James Harden is looking for a trade right now. He don't want to play another minute for Houston. Yeah, exactly. Well, speaking of Donald Trump this past Sunday, Trump conceded the election out of nowhere, out of nowhere, just out of nowhere. Everybody was like, what? But then he took it back, <laughs> saying, I concede nothing. We have a long way to go. This was all rigged. You know, he is still with the shits. Donald Trump is still with the shits. We all know that. Meanwhile, our favorite president, President Barack Obama, was on CBS Sunday morning with Gail King and made it very clear, explicitly clear, that Donald Trump's tenure as a president was not normal. I think we may have a clip of that. What are these false claims of widespread election fraud doing to our country right now? They appear to be motivated in part because uh, the president doesn't like to lose and uh, never admits loss. Um, I'm more troubled by the fact that other Republican officials who clearly know better are yeah. going along with this, are humoring him in this fashion. Um, it is one more step in delegitimizing not just the incoming Biden administration, but democracy generally. And that's a dangerous path. Yeah, Man, he said uh, that. I wish he yeah. could be the president again. I know. <laughs> yeah, Trump is just a sore loser. It, this ain't none of this about people having confidence in the election. Like he knew he lost. You know, yeah. he can't even win. Even if he were cheating, they'd have to do a whole lot of cheating for him to be able to do this. And then if we cheated, why didn't we cheat against McConnell? Because we hate yeah. him like too. We hate Lindsey Graham too. Why didn't we cheat against everybody? You know what I'm saying? Like, so like his argument doesn't make sense. That's why 30 cases, he lost 30 cases that that from, from Arizona to Pennsylvania to uh, Michigan to Georgia, what a 30, well, I'm sorry. He won one of those cases in Pennsylvania. He ain't lose all 30, he won one. And that one that he won, he uh, they allowed the uh, election observer to move from nine feet away to six feet away. So his one win gave him about three feet. That's it. But you know what I'm saying? Like, like, it, it, like, it, like it's just silliness. It's just silliness. Not the like none of these judges are paying attention to anything what you're saying. So you're just wasting our time. Yeah. But like President Obama said, though, it's just it's a shame that there are some people that are letting him get away with the stuff that he's that they know better. It's like, come on, man, you know that he is kicking all these shenanigans to you. But yet and still, yeah. you're not letting you're not holding him accountable for his actions. Yeah. With it. Problem right there. Um, yeah. Michelle Obama, she's actually tired of Trump, too. She said that this isn't a game. And she believes that Trump's behavior is a threat to American democracy. Um, she said that back uh, when. Um, uh, uh, well, let me let me uh, start back over on that right there because I lost my place. She said that uh, President Obama actually called Trump to congratulate him in 2016, but Trump has yet to concede and do the same for Biden. Michelle says that she was hurt and disappointed when Hillary Clinton lost the election, but she sucked it up and did the right thing for the country in helping the Trumps. Mrs. Yeah. Obama goes on to say that um, Trump, she slams him uh, for actually 
making this all about himself, just like said, you just mentioned, saying that our democracy is so much bigger than anybody's ego. And she is absolutely right about that. You know, it's just like we're just sitting back just watching a shit show right now. And it's, it's sad, man. It's yeah. Yeah, it's real sad. It's real sad. We got some comments in uh, echoing everything. He's a sore loser, but he's desperately trying to keep his freedom. The minute he's out of office is when proceedings to put his crooked ass in jail. Absolutely. You need to be in jail. And that's the thing is like people, people don't realize uh, the beauty of of our criminal justice system. And this is what I believe that Biden's not 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 going to do. I believe that he's just going to just see what happens. But like, I don't think he's going to be gung ho about trying to put Trump in jail. I think he's just gonna just see what happens. But to me, when people do crime, you gotta put them in jail. Otherwise somebody behind them, they're looking and they seeing what you do and what you don't do. So yeah. therefore it's gonna be another Trump because we let Trump do it. So why can't right. I do it? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it, like, like you, you have to stomp this out so that it doesn't happen again. And we know how dangerous this is. It's sad, it's really sad and it's very dangerous and it's reckless too. Meanwhile, back to uh, President Obama, he actually sat down with Oprah, Winf Oprah Winfrey to talk about his brand new book. And he discussed what he missed the most about being president on um, this Apple TV show called The Oprah Conversation. Said, I don't know if you checked it out yet. Or I not. think Michelle and I joke about the fact that uh, one of the bigger scandals in my presidency was me wearing a tan suit during uh, a press conference. We went through our rough patches in the White House, as she's written about and she's talked about. But I, I tell you that the thing that I think we were good about was talking stuff through, never losing fundamental love and respect for each other and uh, prioritizing our kids. And the other thing that helps, and I write about this in the book, is having my mother-in-law, Ms. Marion Robinson, ah. she kind of... <laughs> kept things going. And I'm sure that there were times where Michelle was furious at me, but she'd, she'd go up to the third floor and Ms. Marion was sitting there and she'd be like, well, you know, she, 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 I, I know defended her son-in-law more often. I was, than, uh, man, you're such an amazing person. All right. Well, let's switch gears. Said, let's talk about some entertainment news yesterday. Your boy Tory Lane's legal team actually entered his plea in court of not guilty for shooting Megan Thee Stallion in the foot. Tory has yet to go to court himself. His last appearance was over the phone. Now, he's already posted a $190,000 bond and has been ordered to stay away from Megan. Now, recently, Megan claimed that Tory offered her money in exchange for her silence after he allegedly shot her. Now, if convicted, he faces up to 22 years in prison. Tory's next hearing is scheduled for January 20th. And, you know, we've said this before. I hope that Tory goes to jail for what he did, man, because it, it, he's just dead wrong. And, and now he's denying that he didn't do it. Now, why would Megan, first of all, <laughs> it was right. only three people in the vehicle. Megan got out the car limping, blood on concrete and everything like that. It's Tory Lane's in the car, Megan's in the car, and the best friend's in the car. We know the best friend didn't shoot Megan. Right. You know what I'm saying? It was Tory Lane, so now he's lying and stuff, man. I hope I, I really hope they, they throw the book at him for what he did, man. Yeah. Now, now I know that uh, Megan has a size advantage uh, over him, so maybe he was a little bit tip frayed or timid or something. But still, yeah, like I, I don't, yeah, I don't like that because, like, wasn't it two shots? Like, like wasn't it both feet? Yeah. Yeah, and, and once again, like she could have been paralyzed. Like Straight she up. 
paralyzes, she makes her money from dancing. She makes her money from being an entertainer and stuff. So not being able to walk would have killed her whole career. So she is blessed, truly blessed that she made it out this with, you know, unscathed, bro. Yeah, yeah, she she absolutely is, and and, yeah. and uh, he's a trash, trash bag for for even just putting her through this, and then then just kind of going on with it like like oh no, I'm not guilty. But what happened? Yeah, what? right, exactly. So follow the Everybody Mad Live podcast, Facebook and Instagram page for more developing stories on what's going on with Megan Thee Stallion and Tory Lanez. Now switching gears, the big versus battle is going down tonight, and it is all about two ATL trap stars, Gucci Man and Jeezy. I'm telling you, this is going to be very interesting because Gucci and Jeezy, they've had a major beef from way, way back in the day. And even right yeah. now, they're still not cool. To, the, to this oh. day. Oh, I thought they passed things up. Like, like, wasn't the beef? Like, 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 man, I heard the beef was 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 uh one of one of uh Jeezy's people yoked up uh Gucci Man's people, right? And shot him, right? Yeah, well, okay, so this is actually what happened. Gucci <clears throat> killed Jeezy's former label mate, Pookie Lot, back in 2005. Mm -hmm. This is all because Pookie and some goons actually broke into Gucci's crib. They tried to steal his chain, and Gucci fired in self-defense. Now, I was working in radio covering this. I was on the ground like live with this story back in the day. So I could tell you all about this and I could even give you a little inside scoop, which is what I'm going to do. Well, Pookie, what's interesting said is that Pookie's body was actually found in very close to a middle school here in Atlanta. Charges oh, wow. against Gucci Man, they were dropped in 2006 due to insufficient evidence, but they always said that the case could reopen. Now, the rumor was always that Gucci oh, wow. did, in fact, send Pookie the Gucci man's crib for the whole robbery. And for you, yeah, that's the word on the streets. Now that's just all rumored. That's all allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah, but Jeezy has actually gone on record saying that he's been accused of setting up Pookie's death. And, um, it, you know, it, it, he said that people have been, you know, kind of like looking at him sideways for this for years. And this is why Gucci man and Jeezy really don't get along. That's why they got that bad energy between the both of them. And even if you check social media, Gucci actually posted a meme this past Tuesday night mocking the shooting of Pookie Lot. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, okay, like you're, you're making fun of this, yeah. but you and Jeezy are about to be in a room together. And you all haven't been in a room together in a long time. Yeah. So yeah. that's why the hip hop community is really buzzing about this because people are like sitting back with their arms folded like, okay, now we want to see what's really going to go down between the two of y'all because you know, it's some really bad blood between the both of them. Some very yeah, it really is. Bad blood. Yeah, so it's gonna yeah be I was surprised that they actually had them had them in the same room but I, I, but I know since since they were having those issues over Instagram with 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 uh, those two locations, uh, all the verses the last what three or four or five verses have been uh, all in the same uh, room. So like I was actually surprised that they decided to do that because I knew of the uh, history of the beef and that sort of thing. Yeah. We, now 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 like as far as who who the streets is feeling like who are you, who are you feeling? This is this is what I tell folks. This is what um what I see. So if 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 this was Detroit selling the verses. Jeezy would win hands down, just like just period, 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 period. Jeezy would win. But if I was back home in South Carolina, specifically South Carolina, not in Atlanta or anything, but specifically in South Carolina, Gucci would win because yeah. Gucci, Gucci is hard in like in the South, especially in the country. Yeah, especially in the country. they love the country. They love oh, it. Yeah, oh yeah, they love the country. So like, 
Matter of fact, that's where Pookie Lock is actually from, Macon, Georgia, a small town oh, okay. in Atlanta. And Gucci almost got shot down there for going back there. You know, like people, they were trying to like him, Gucci up because of Pookie's killing. Because he did kill Pookie, but he did it in self-defense. That's the word on the streets. But, you know, if you ask me, I mean, I like both of them. They're super talented. I roll with Gucci. I know a lot of people uh, here in Atlanta, they, I mean, it's just, they're both dope artists. You know what I'm saying? They're both real hard. So it's going to be real interesting to see how this goes down. But trust and believe, they're going to have a lot of people viewing this tonight because I just wonder what kind of conversation is going to be had live. You know what I'm saying? If yeah. and, 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 and it would be very smart to have a conversation even before they go live. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Just, oh, yeah. oh, yeah. They really need to. They can, you know, they can dap each other up and then they might start talking when they get on camera and stuff. But it's just it's like even like the 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 shots that they take on social media even recently it's like ugh, like the energy is a little bit weird and 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 a lot of people don't know this ti was actually supposed to do the versus battle so it was supposed to be i think it was supposed to be yeah jeezy ti and jeezy but ti couldn't do it or something like that so then gucci man stepped in surprisingly and everybody's like what's really going on you know so well well, maybe you, you. Well, maybe Gucci is a different man because, like, he uh, he's gotten married and like then like Gucci ain't on that trap stuff no more. Like, he got a wife and like notice his new aura and how he dresses. Like, ever since he's been out of jail and been released and gotten married, like it's a it's a way different Gucci. It's a different Gucci from that Gucci that we grew up with. So, like, maybe Gucci has become more of a more of a type 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 of like nine trying to get in that mess. I done been in the pen, so I ain't trying to go back. So maybe. Right. Maybe better heads will prevail uh, when they go that, but mm. yeah, because I mean, Gucci has definitely changed. He's done a three sixty. A lot of people say when he lost all that weight and came out with a new look that it was a clone. It was a clone. <laughs> you know, Gucci walks around now wearing Prada and right. You know, all the hottest purple labels and everything like that. And married to Keisha Kaior, they have millions of dollars. And he's definitely a brand Gucci new. Girl. Dressing like a hot girl, you know what I'm saying? Like Gucci. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see Gucci man dressed like a hot girl? <laughs> Gucci is wearing. Hold on, hold on. Let me find a picture. Hold, hold on, Gucci. Oh, uh, <laughs> Gucci. Uh, hold on. Nah, like it. Nah, like it. But but it's but it's fashionable stuff. Stuff. It's stuff that uh, stuff that uh, that that. If you got money, you would wear. You know what I'm saying? But like, it definitely ain't something that uh here. Here you go, huh? You're so funny. Though. I know you want to say something. <laughs> no, nah, I'm trying to pull up the picture. Hold on a second. Here it is. I think I love. Her. I know. I think I. And I used to like. Is you rolling? Is you rolling? I might be. Yes, Gucci. Gucci yeah. over there dressed like a hot girl. Ah! Hot girl summer. <laughs> I, but I bet you summer. But the thing is, like, he got some money. You know what I'm saying? So you change it, it, and you do evolve. Like, I, I like shoot, evolve. like half the stuff I'm wearing now, like I, I wouldn't wear because like now I wear more form-fitting clothes, clothes, yeah. and like I don't wear baggy pants. I wear pants that fit me. So. Yeah, I get it. Like once you grow up, like you just do different stuff. And they both have actually changed, so don't get it twisted too. Because you're right. He's wearing the suits now, he has his talk right. 
on Fox Soul now. So you know, like that's Jeezy was uh speaking with with uh with with, with uh Biden and Kamala. So like he was he was involved in 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 the actual campaign. So yeah, like they both you have, yeah. You, you evolve with a lot of fame and money, and, and when you have sense, when you say, okay, you know, I want better for my life, because a lot of rappers right. just fall off, but you see they're still thriving and they, they're doing really right. good for themselves. And yeah, after a while, you do have to grow up. So to all the youngsters out there, you know, like the, the like I call them like my nephews and stuff like that, yeah. you, you, you gotta evolve. You gotta, you know, you gotta cut the hair. You gotta go clean as you get older. It's just, it's, it's what happens, man. You gotta be on the business though. So that's what happened with that. Meanwhile, let's talk about your boy, Lil Wayne. You know, we talked about him recently. He's been in the news for supporting Trump. Well, Lil Wayne has actually been charged with one count of possession of a firearm and ammunition by a convicted felon. Now, Weezy was convicted of a felony gun charge in New York back in 2009, faces up to 10 years in prison if convicted. This all stems from a December 2019 incident where, where federal agents actually searched Weezy's plane at a Miami airport and they found guns and drugs. So they're like, nah, man, you know, we got to go ahead and charge you with this uh, right here. So his he next call Trump. You said what? He better call Trump and ask for a pardon. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 and do you think Trump will pardon him? Now, that's the question. Uh, no, no. Trump, Trump ain't gonna pardon nobody. Like, like it's funny. I never brought this back up, but um, the week before the election, um, they was talking here in Detroit, and like, oh yeah, Kwame Kilpatrick. Uh, you know, our former mayor, Kwame yeah. Kilpatrick. They said that he was going to be released because uh, he was uh, sentenced to like what 27, 28 years um, for his racketeering charge. So they said, oh yeah, like uh, Trump's gonna uh, get Kwame out. My man's gonna get out. Mm -hmm. Election day came. The day after election day came. We're two weeks after election and it still ain't happened. So no, Trump ain't getting nobody out. We, this is exactly what we said it was. Trump is a transactional type of dude. He gonna use you for what he wanna use you for and he may or may not pay you back for it. He probably right. won't pay you back for it. So like there's a good chance that you are going to be used like every other black person that or black celebrity that has graced his presence. They've all been used for photo ops or whatever it is. Yep. Exactly. That's surreal. Leave your comment. Let us know your thoughts. Everybody Mad Live podcast. All right. This next story right here is for the ladies and some of the fellas out there, too. Michael B. Jordan got People Magazine Sexiest Man Alive 2020. And he actually posted the cover on his IG page saying, my grandmama looking down, talking about that's my baby. And he also shouted out People Magazine for naming him 2020 Sexiest Man Alive. So next up for Michael B. Jordan, and by the way, he is an amazing actor too. Um, he has another installment of the free fan franchise that's about to drop. And he also has a new movie coming out called Without Remorse. It's a military-style political thriller. So that should be really dope too. But he hopes to be doing a lot more directing and producing and working behind the scenes instead of working in front of the camera. So shouts out to your boy, Michael B. Jordan. That's a real good look. Yeah, definitely. Definitely a good year for, for him to be acknowledged on that. I know he was really, really good friends with uh, Chadwick Boseman. Um, and and he took that loss uh, especially hard. So yeah. I definitely get him some uh, some good vibes to head out the rest of this 2020 year. Yeah, definitely. Meanwhile, got some really disturbing news to report down in Dallas. Boozy, Lil Boozy was shot in the knee this past Saturday after he stopped to pay respects to a recently murdered Dallas rapper by the name of Mo3, who was a friend and a collaborator of his. Now, at some point, somebody opened fire on Boozy's vehicle and one of the bullets struck Boozy 
in the leg. Thankfully, though, he's doing okay, and his injury seems to be non-life-threatening. So, man, I mean, he's blessed to have made it out of that right there. It's just really sad and unfortunate that, you know, in 2020, we're still dealing with a whole bunch of nonsense, you know, like especially like right now, how we are as a country. We need to be sticking together and not doing foolish stuff like trying to kill each other. You know what I mean? It's just, it's it's unbelievable to me that people are still acting crazy. But I think that, you know, when you're a person of a certain caliber of uh, influence and celebrity and you have a whole bunch of money, you really don't need to go to certain parts of the hood because people are looking at you wanting to have what you have and they're jealous and they start shooting. You know, that's just how it is. I just think that, you know, sometimes you really can't, you can't go back to the hood, even though you say, you know, you ride for the hood and you, you all about the streets and everything like that. Sometimes the streets ain't all about you. They don't love you. The streets don't right. love nobody. Right. Nobody. Right. No. There was yeah. a rumor um, on that Boosie story also. Uh, uh, so I want to debunk that, but uh, some people have said that uh, because Boosie has diabetes, uh, that there were, were reports that uh, because of where he was shot, they would have to amputate his leg. Um, he's come on to uh, Instagram and said that that was not true okay. um, and that he's recovering and that he is on the path to uh, getting better. So I just wanted to put that out there that that um, a lot of times uh, like like social media get it wrong. Sometimes it just lie. So I just mm-hmm. wanted to add that to the uh, story that I just saw before we went on live. Okay, glad that you did. Hey, said another up and coming rapper. Well, not another up and coming rapper, but another rapper actually got shot too. Uh, but he's an up and coming rapper. His name is Benny the Butcher. He actually signed to Rock Nation Management. He got shot last Saturday in Houston. So Boosie got shot in 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 uh, Dallas, and this dude got shot in Houston. Now authorities say that he was in a Walmart park, parking lot when with his homeboys when a car full of dudes pulled up. And tried to rob him. Five shots were fired, and Benny got shot in the leg. According to his family, though, he's doing okay and recovering. So our prayers are with Benny the Butcher. Hopefully, he'll make a fast and speedy recovery. But again, it's just it's sad, man, that you know stuff like this is going on. Yeah, that's so, definitely not that's definitely not what we want to see uh, with 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 us going through all that we're going through. Like we yeah. we don't want to get, get back into a rash of now rappers are starting to get shot too. Like we, we ain't solved the George Floyd type of stuff. We ain't solved solve the Armour Arbery type of things. Like we don't need to get back into now. We got some issues with now hip hop is going through some issues. Yeah. Sad, man. It's sad. Well said, I got another story for you, man. And this story has to do with Wendy Williams and black China. Now everybody knows that Wendy Williams will always be messy. She can never maintain a friendship with any kind of celebrity, well, a female celebrity, because, I mean, her job is really to dish the dirt on them. And when they start making headlines, Wendy got to talk about them. You know, ask, ask NeNe Leakes. You know, NeNe Leakes and Wendy Williams, they were cool, and then they fell out. Then they got cool again, and they fell out again. So it's so funny to me how celebrities befriend her, knowing that she ain't shit. Wendy going to talk about you. You know what I'm saying? Case in Black, Black China. Now, this week, Wendy Williams, she was on her show and revealed that Black China had been hitting up her friends and even Wendy herself to find China someplace to live. Now, apparently, Black China texts Wendy a personal text message, but Wendy said that she didn't respond because China didn't formally address her like, hey, Wendy, hey, what's up? I got a question for you. It was just like, hey, I'm looking for a place to stay. So what happened was Wendy got on her show and made it seem like Black China was struggling because prior to mentioning Black China, 
when he was talking about China's baby daddy, Tiger, and how he was getting sued for owing like $30,000 in back rent to this landlord. And, and so it just, it, she made it seem like China was struggling, but China, she's like, yo, this is not true. I'm not struggling. She posted a picture in front of her Bentley and a house. I don't know if that house is being rented or not, because you know, that's the thing. The right. celebrity, they, <laughs> you know, big ass mansions. And it's so funny because they, they, it's, it's, that's what they do. But yeah, she said that that's absolutely not true. So her and Wendy Williams, they falling out again. Mm. Yeah, keep it a moving, man. Got some news, man. You want me to tell you a comedian that I used to love back in the day? Sinbad. Sinbad. Oh yeah, the clean I, comedy. Yeah, cause Sinbad was clean. Sinbad never cursed, never cursed, but was so funny. You know, we yeah. could all take a page from his book because you know I love to cuss. Like Sid will tell you behind the scenes, cause you know, like even on the podcast, I try to you really cuss on here. You said what? I, I said you cuss on here. I know I cuss on here, but I try not to curse a lot. You know what I'm saying? Like I've just gotta be myself, but <laughs> you gonna do me like that. You really gonna do me like that, Sid. <laughs> but no, for real, like you know, it's I think we could all take a page out of his book because there's a time and a place, you know what I mean? But anyway, Sinbad, 64 years old now, actually suffered a stroke. Uh, this past week, and his family issued a statement saying that he is on the road to recovery and that they are optimistic about his health and a uh, speedy recovery for him. So our prayers are with Sinbad. Sinbad is just a good dude. And yeah. I got to say this, Sinbad always reminded me of my Uncle Juan. I don't know why, but something about Sinbad and Uncle Juan, I, I, I think it may be the whole light skin thing. You know what I'm saying? The light skin brother thing. He always reminded me of my Uncle Juan. So shouts out to Uncle Juan if you're checking me out. But um, yeah, Sinbad, man. Our prayers are with Sinbad. Real good dude. Definitely. Did you ever meet him in your radio career? Uh, one time he did a show. Uh, but oh, he's tall as hell, too. He's like, 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 I almost feel like he's seven feet tall, but I know he's not that tall, but he's really, really, really tall. Yeah, yeah. So our prayers are with Sinbad. Okay, I got a couple more stories because I know we got to wrap up. Said you got a meeting right after this. Travis Scott is actually giving back to students attending HBCUs. He launched the Wayman Webster Scholarship named after his granddad who actually attended Prairie View A&M University. Now, the scholarship is going to be available to students currently enrolled at Morehouse, Howard, Texas Southern, and Grambling State, where his mom went. And the scholarship is going to cover tuition costs for students who are facing financial hardships and who are affected by the pandemic. Travis Scott will handpick the recipients. Always love when a celebrity is given back, especially to an HBCU. Shouts out to Travis Scott for making it happen. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, shouts out. I love out. that. He's... um. He's starting a foundation called, uh, what, the Cactus Jack Foundation. So it looks like he's trying to not only do scholarships, but he's trying to do some other stuff. And that's I love. I love that. I love when 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 celebrities or anybody with influence or resources, they use that so that they can help their community out. Because what's the point in just getting another Bentley or another car or another whatever? Like 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 use that money to reinvest back in people and build somebody up. And so so I love what Travis Scott is doing. Mm -hmm. Definitely. All right, a couple more stories before we wrap up the Everybody Mad Live podcast. LeBron, Le LeBron James is investing in a brand new tequila company, which launched yesterday. Lobos 1707 Tequila. 
Be on the lookout for that. It's going to be running from about $45 to $150, depending on which bottle you guess. So I guess it- How much is it now? Between $45 and $150. So I'll be buying the $45 bottle. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Now, now I imagine that black one is 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 $150. Right, right. You can tell it just looking good, right? <laughs> it looked good, though. Tequila? Oh, yeah. I'm not a tequila man. You drink tequila? I, dr I drink it every now and then, but tequila usually get me in trouble, man. I'd be, woof. See, I can do shots, but but like I come from 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 a drinking family, so I know how to hold my liquor when I drink. But but surprisingly, like like I think I drink like three four times a year. Like I don't, I, don't, I don't drink it at all. Yeah, I, I noticed that that you don't really drink like that when we get together. I should. Yeah, especially the way the society is right now, like. Because <laughs> I know a lot of people like just come home and they just drink all the time, but no, nah. <laughs> everybody got their vices, right? <laughs> Whatever you need to get through the day. <laughs> oh, who are you telling? Right. <laughs> my uh, my uh, sister in law's in, in, in the green room watching and she has a drink up too. Hey, what's up? <laughs> what's all right, so before we wrap everything up, said really some sad news to watch. I'm um, some sad news to report if you watch Master Chef Jr. Um, there was a guy by the name of Ben Watkins, a little kid by the name of Black Ben. Boy. Yeah, you might know about him. He was a fan favorite on the show. Ben actually lost his battle with cancer this past Monday in Chicago. He was oh, undergoing no. treatment for an extremely rare, rare form of cancer, and he was diagnosed with a soft tissue tumor when he was only 13 years old. So RIP to little Ben Watkins. Um it's sad, like even, you know, like just, you know, I, I researched his story. His uh, parents had died too. Oh, wow. Yeah, his mother and his father. So he was being raised, I think, by like an aunt and uncle or something like that. But they say that he was a strong young man and, you know, he got diagnosed and, and died. And he was, but they say that even, you know, even when he had his cancer, you know, he was still being positive, you know, being optimistic about his diagnosis. And um, it's just so sad. It's just it's just such a sad story. So our yeah. prayers are definitely with Ben's family and friends. Definitely, definitely prayers up for yeah. that. We got a couple of uh, comments that came in uh, while we were uh, talking about some of the stories. Uh, one of them from Daryl Jenkins. It's out of Biden's hand. The state of New York will be leading the charge. Uh, talking about uh, Trump and his post-presidential uh, election. So, yeah, I think uh, people are will be looking at Trump to be um, accountable to all the things that he's done, especially in New York, because he has a lot of financial dealings that need to get settled. So I'm looking forward to that because we only got 61 more days left of Trump, us having to deal with him. I know, man. I'm, I'm so happy. With another yeah. comment, too. Uh, what's this one? If you were in a contest and you thought a contender fraudulently won, wouldn't you want to know the truth before you step down? Of course you would. You are going to be sorry if the bottom becomes president because all the things he promised isn't what he's going to truly do. You're going to be sorry if Biden becomes president because all of the things he promised he wasn't going to do. I disagree, but that's fine. Like, like this, uh, you, 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 you don't have to agree with us to make your comment on the show. Like we, we don't, we don't, yeah, like we, we're, 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 we're not anti-Republican. We're not anti-white people. We're just anti-Trump and we're anti-racist. That's, that's pretty much it. So, so if you're not Trump and if you're not racist, you okay. Yeah, you okay with us? We love you. <laughs> yeah, you ain't got nothing to worry about. But that is the interesting thing is that 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 like some people do think that Biden 
Biden won't do what he said he'd do. But to me, like even even before he started, I've been looking at the transition. He's been hiring a lot of black people. He uh, put some um, some black people who, who who deal with systematic racism. He put them into his financial team uh, so that they can help figure out laws that will help people get out of the financial straits. So so far, I'm I'm fine with Trump, fine, fine with Biden. The issue I have is with Trump. Because yeah. he won't give Biden what he needs to get ready to be president. So exactly. Yep. I agree with you 100 percent Well, as we wrap up the Everybody Mad Live podcast, don't forget you can follow us on hey Daryl, really appreciate that, brother. Um, check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Everybody Mad Live Podcast. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me do something weird just because my sister-in-law is here. I'm not even sure if her uh I don't even know if her mic is on, uh, but she's here. So oh, she's mic in up. the okay. green room. So, hold on, let me let me. Yeah, try to pull her on with us. Uh, Hi. Hey. What's up, sis? How are you guys? Doing good. Doing good. good. So, um, so uh, she li- obviously lives in South Carolina, so she's from there. So, so uh, we talk no, no, all throughout the... Uh, she's from Ohio. Well, yeah, you're from Ohio, but you're in South Carolina right yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we was talking about... And, and uh, we, we uh, talked a little bit about the election and what went on and those sort of things and 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 um, how pivotal uh, South Carolina was to starting the ball rolling um, um, in this whole process. I know we didn't get Lindsey Graham to get out of his seat, but uh, we yeah. still got some things. But like overall, how are you feeling as a black woman living in South Carolina? Relieved. I, I feel a sense of relief. I mean, it, I, it wasn't a joy that we all experienced, of course, when President Obama became president twice. It's just now I feel like they can go back into their holes. I mean, the blatant racism, I just consider Trump's administration to be the modern day KKK. And so I actually, unfortunately, you know, fell out with a neighbor that I've known for 20 years. Thank goodness they're moving. But um, (laughs) uh, just simply said she was a lifelong Republican, which I don't have a problem with. I have a problem with a Trump supporter. If you if you voted for him the first time because you thought, okay, I'm a Republican, I'm going to vote Republican Party in spite of all the horrible things he he did. But when he simply, you know, stand back and stand by, you know, that was his whole attitude and it's been his stance this entire time. I cannot have a relationship with you any longer if that if you went into the ballot booth and voted for Trump. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think a lot of people feel the exact same way too. It's just like you, you, you know, you you're gonna vote for him it's like you're giving him permission and everybody else permission to act up on us the way that you've been acting up like showing your racist ways and that's not cool absolutely and i also um do not feel as if we should bend you know across the aisle i mean we, that's what we've always done yep. you know we are not interested in that kind of relationship they need to give and uh make some um, make amends for the things that they've done Absolutely. Because I think the onus is on them. Like we've done exactly what we spoke to do. Like, 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 and like, and then too, just like they told us in 2016, elections have consequences. You lost the election. So it's not our, our, our uh, goal or it's not our job to dig back in there and help you come along. We won. Yeah. So we're going to move forward with the coalition that helped them. So that's why I'm just very, very hopeful that uh, Biden will realize and always remember those black women and black people who got him in office. And when he's trying to decide what he needs to do, always bet on black. Right. And I don't know if you guys can see my my T-shirt, but I've recently had this made. Nice. I'm speaking. speaking (laughs) No doubt. I love that. I love it. Well, thank you guys so much for including me. Thank you. Thanks for joining us on the uh, show. Um, Be blessed. All right. You guys as well. All right. Love you. Love you.
Bye-bye. Black women. Black women. Like that's my thing. I'm gonna always listen to black women. I'm mm-hmm. listen to my mama, listen to every black women. Won't, they won't steal you wrong. They, they won't steal you wrong. Never, 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 never. Shouts out to Rebecca Kabeen. Rest in peace, mama, because she always, always told me. Absolutely. Right. Always steer me the right way. Absolutely. All right. So we're wrapping everything up, right? Yep. So, we can wrap. so did we agree, Sam? I sent you a text. Are we going to do next week or what? So we can if you want to. Okay. I'll check my schedule. Yeah, check your schedule. <laughs> I'll check my schedule. <laughs> Everybody, don't forget to follow us again on Instagram. Everybody Mad Podcast on Facebook. Everybody Mad too. And you can follow me, Kenya Kabeen, one on Facebook and Kenya Kabeen on all other social media platforms. I used to have those little graphics where we put up, but I don't have anything. Um, oh, that worked. Well, there, there's people that listen to it that can't really see, so that's why I tell people to. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Yep. We want to forget now that since we're streaming now on Apple and all the other platforms right. now. You're so, right. Yeah. yeah. So we're, and we never remind people. Please share us. Please like us. Please do whatever you did wherever you're watching us at. I don't know if you're on YouTube or if you're on Facebook. Like us on that, or if you're on a podcast, save us or subscribe to the podcast so that way uh, we can build up our um, our uh, analytics. So that makes us uh, be able to reach more people and also put more of the good voices out there. So thank you, thank you, thank you for uh, supporting us and watching and viewing or listening, whatever you happen to do, because uh, that's why we do it. So you can have some kind that's going to be able to support your life but with that being said this show was episode number 30 thank you for listening this has been the everybody mad live podcast my name is said lover i'm kenny kabeen until next week we'll holla